don't think we dodged a bullet. You know, I think you know, they played they played extremely well. You know, we played well enough to win. You know, they played. Uh, you know, they bounced back like we knew they would. Played extremely well, and uh, we got out of here with a win. You know, we just did our job. Defended home court. You know, last two series we didn't do that. Put ourselves in uh, put ourselves in jeopardy having to go on the road and win the game three. And here we managed to do it. Now it's time to go to Orlando and uh, see if we can't get one. Still waiting for a big smile out of you. You're up 2-0. What's the story? Are you not happy, or you're only half happy, or still to be happy about? You're up 2-0. Job's not finished. Job finished? I don't think so. Welcome back to another virtual installment of the Raised by Sports Podcast. We're back in the building with the big three. It's myself, Andre, Calvin, who's on his way to the gym, and Wanye, who's um, <laughs> who's in the in the process of transitioning a move. Uh will probably be more so virtual for the foreseeable future, man. Yeah. Life unfortunately. Life goes on, man. Uh, but yeah, you weren't on the show last week, so I wanted to get your opinion on the um, on the NBA Christmas Day schedule. So we, got- I like it. I I, I liked it. Mm-hmm. I know every. I know the probably the topic was Jokic didn't get you know the Denver Nuggets didn't get on, but nobody wants to see him on Christmas Day. Um, but remind <laughs> me of the games again. again so we though. got so we got Hawk. Um, we got Hawks and Knicks. Uh, Solid. Is it in? Is it in New York? Uh, I'm looking right now. I forgot exactly where the games are. All right, so we got. What the fuck? Hold on. Uh, here we go. So I know we got Hawks and Knicks. I think it's in New York. Okay. Uh, yeah, Haw- Hawks. It. Wait. What the hell? Hold on, bro. I'm trying to bring up this schedule, bro. It's showing me the tip-off schedule and shit. Um. Let's see. So we got Nets. And, so they're ranking. I think them. it was like Lakers. Yeah. Uh, so Haw- yeah. So Hawks and Knicks in New York. Mavericks, Jazz in Utah. Bucks, Celtics in Boston. Suns, Warriors in Golden State. And then we got Nets, Lakers in LA. Yeah, I like that one. I would have much rather seen. I, I would have rather seen. And I know they didn't want to just do probably a whole bunch of playoff uh you rematches. know rematches yeah but i would have liked to see mavs versus clippers yeah that's, um, su- that's what i said i'm surprised yeah. we don't have any clippers i'm surprised we don't have any miami i'm surprised we don't have any philly like and i do i mean at the same time i understand why people be like damn i don't want to see joker but shit i don't want to see fucking rudy gobert and the jazz yeah i would i would have <laughs> liked to see that i would have liked to see the heat and raptors like maybe in in Toronto, you know, Kyle Lowry returns to Toronto. I would have liked to see that. Yeah, Philly, we kind of we we don't really deserve a Christmas <laughs> game right now. Um, and who does Milwaukee play? Uh, the Bucks play the uh, Celtics in Boston. Okay, that's good. So I like I like him for the most part. I would have made a, f- a, a few tweaks, um, but yeah, I absolutely do not want to see Rudy Gobert. But I would like to see Donovan Mitchell. I'm, I'm a fan of his. I'm starting to become a fan of his after his playoff performance this past mm-hmm. year. And you know, obviously, Luca's box office, no matter what. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm a, I'm excited for the games. Um, that Hawks. I think they're all good games. I'm glad that the Mavericks and Jazz game is at 
um because yeah. i don't i don't really want to watch that shit but i'm gonna probably watch it regardless um but the nets and the lakers is gonna be a box office type game 8 p.m on abc um all the storylines russ kd james harden and russ Kyrie, lebron like that's gonna be a great fucking game all the storylines and hopefully a finals preview the nets and the lakers that's is that a group consensus that's what we want to see in the finals right 100 percent. yeah i want to see them in the finals but i don't know if that's gonna be the finals yeah low-key it feels like it'll be too good to be true it's gonna happen because you know it if that, it if that shit it, happens this might be the best finals ever like that i've been able to witness the, the it's, gonna, it's gonna it's going it's going to happen it, it has to the, the has stars to. have to align because they didn't it didn't happen last year and it should have happened last year so yeah. it has to happen this year and it's like we were in hindsight i don't think i would have cared as much as i thought i would have like I, I feel like i wanted a clippers lakers western conference finals so fucking bad but in hindsight i don't think i would have wanted that as much but i definitely want this because I think this is be this is probably the first and last opportunity we really would get to have it. You know what I'm saying? Like, because LeBron has to be in it. Who knows how much longer LeBron's gonna be playing? Things of that nature. So, well, this is this is Melo's last chance. Shit, Melo's in it too, man. Yo, yo, go listen to the All the Smoke episode with Melo on it. I don't know if you heard it. Yay! While you packing today, listen to that shit. That shit was fucking great, bro. That shit I heard. I, I saw the clip where he was talking about um, the Pistons and how they promised to pick them and then didn't end up picking them. Yeah. Um, I saw. I think that was the only clip that I really saw. And and then I saw him talking about him and LeBron's relationship, which I've always thought was like such a really cool relationship that they yeah. had. But <laughs> I didn't know. Like basically, about Dame too. Yeah, Steve, Steven Jackson and Matt Barnes—they're kind of funny to me because I think they're very terrible interviewers. Um, like them niggas don't really know how to like interview. They just like ask the question. You know what I'm saying? Like it's really weird. But they basically went through his entire career from high school as um uh he was at a Catholic high school. Then he went to Oak Hill. Then Syracuse. Blah 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 blah. They they basically went through every stop in his career. And we really got Melo was just dropping a lot of shit that like I didn't even know like was a thing. Like his relationship with Phil Jackson was ass. Um. The fact that he wanted to stay in Denver, he wanted to retire in New York, but um, yeah, it was, it was just a really, really good episode. Like I didn't, I've never heard Mello open up like that. I didn't know he was a street nigga too. I had no, I did not know that shit. That Very nigga, much so. That nigga is a hood because he's for a, real because he's from he's from Baltimore, right? Or he lived in Maryland. He, he lived grew in Maryland for a little bit. Yeah, because he that's where he went to school with Oak Hill. But he grew up yeah. in New York. Like he, was, yeah. like he made it very known that like, yo, I'm a New York nigga. Um, you know, I was on the streets in the off season and shit like that with my boys on the block. Um, and then he was happy as he was happy as hell because he was like him and his boys was gonna move to Detroit because the Pistons told him they was gonna take him. And then they took Darko fucking Milicic. And I guess it worked out because they won a ring, went to two finals. But yeah, I yeah go go peep that episode if y'all get a chance. That shit was fire. But speaking of the Pistons, did y'all watch the Malice at the Palace? Yes, I I haven't finished it yet, but I I was yeah, like you were supposed through. to finish that last week. Dog. I know, I know, I was <laughs> tripping, I was tripping, bro. That what what did y'all think about the way that they like the documentary was done? So what I was telling Wyatt was, I felt like the documentary is done really well. I really wish there was more parts though, like it was like a two part series or something, 
but I guess it's just not enough information. Like, I'm not there's not enough to make it a two part docu series. I guess you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, I think they told the story really well, and I didn't even know. Well, I didn't know that the guy who threw the coke. I had definitely saw that or the beer. I didn't know he actually got arrested and all that shit. Like, that whole story was kind of fucking crazy. So knowing what you know about what happened, so yeah, how wait, how far are you into it? I'm like, last thing I remember is like they were like talking about Jermaine O'Neal and stuff. So like you, so you know, I mean, we all know how the Malice of Palace happened. So you know how it like really happened, this shit, yeah, the coke and all. 100%, that. So yeah. knowing what you know, do you blame the players? And if so, how much? Because I'll go first. I think the players were absolutely vindicated in everything they did. Yeah, I think I think uh, I, I think they were a hundred percent right. And if anything, I respected respected especially Stephen Jackson more to yeah. not even understand the full like to not even fully understand like what was happening. But he just he's a ride or die teammate. Um, yeah. And I mean, at the end of the day, like. I mean, I thought, you know, obviously Ben Walsh escalated it with his push and that like that's obviously what kind of started everything. Um, but as far as going into the stands, like, I mean, that's just kind of what happens, unfortunately. Like someone got something thrown on them like you like you're lucky. Like now, obviously, they have, you know, tons of security guards to stop that from happening again. But I completely understand going into the stands. Obviously, you know, he punched the wrong guy and everything. And they, they you know what I'm saying? Like he clocked that nigga, bro. He did like that. Like that was the bad part. But like that, like that type, that's what happens when you're dealing with guys like Ron Artest, who are from the heart of New York and have a crazy background. And Steven Jackson, who is from the sticks of Texas, like <laughs> that, that's what's going to happen. So don't, hey, don't come with that smoke if you're not ready a, for it. A game full of crazy ass niggas, bro. Cause you got, she yeah. ben wallace them boys like it's like detroit basketball i think they've lost a little bit of that identity but like they had a real mean streak from like the early 80s all the way through 2010 when that's 2009 when that team officially disbanded like they had like that's what you I, talk about a real identity bro i wish they would have and correct me if i'm wrong but i wish they would have had rasheed in it like I feel like they didn't have they didn't have many Pistons players that's, in it. Like I, that's what I, I would have loved that's to what see I noticed. Rashid. I would have loved to see what Rashid thought about it. Um, well, you know, Rashid and, doesn't really like talking to the media no more. Like he don't. I know. That shit at all. Oh, I know. Yeah, because they had they they tried to sneak Ben Wallace in there a little bit. Like I would have loved to see Chauncey or Rip or shit Larry Brown. Like I would have loved to see some Piston. Um, perspectives you know what i'm saying yeah uh that 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 entire that entire like mid-2000s pacers team like they need a documentary in themselves like if you ever like another all the smoke episode which is crazy is um uh, al Har- like when they had al harrington on there mm-hmm. yeah. and um he told a story about how they was all in the club or something and like somehow all it was like it was like um al harrington jamal tinsley um Steven Jackson and like a few other Jermaine O'Neal, a few other guys. And like they were in the club. Somehow they started getting to shooting. Steven Jackson ended up getting hit by a car and like not going to the hospital. Like, like, bro, it's a crazy story. Like it's, it's almost like too, too, too real to be true. Like too crazy to be true. So definitely watch that too, to hear that story. Like they just have so many different stories that like just, 
it's just mind boggling to think and, that these guys were NBA players doing the shit that they was doing. And it's, you know, after watching the documentary, yeah. I feel really bad for Reggie Miller, bro, because that team low key could have did some shit, bro. Like they were good enough to probably make the finals. And if we look at who went to the finals that year, it was the Spurs. Like maybe they could have beat the 05 Spurs. Maybe not. Who knows? But I, I just felt really bad for Reggie Miller because that season was clearly his going out party. And these niggas just fucked it up by getting to I, I a brawl. I thought the Lakers went to that finals. That was the, nah, the, the first the, in 04, the Pacers and Pistons played in the Eastern Conference finals. And then the Pistons beat the Lakers. Then in 05, that 04, oh. 05 season is they like them niggas got into the brawl on like the eight. I think it said yeah. the Pacers were seven and two. So they got into the fight on like week three of the season. Like it was in November. So and they they said like yo, we would have won the finals. Like they feel like they would have won the finals in 04. And they got better after that because they went and got Steven Jackson from San Antonio. Yeah. So like, you, know, you know, one of the things that really stood out to me too about the documentary is like like I knew that Jermaine O'Neal was a was a baller. I did not know that nigga was that tough though. Like I yeah. well, I don't re- I don't like re- recall that like him being that tough, but it's crazy. He could have been one of the most elite players in the league at some point in time. And one fucking one it's, thing that he didn't even have no control over changed everything. Yeah. And honestly, bro, Jermaine might be sitting in a damn prison cell if that punch would have connected. <laughs> if, if he did yep. slip because, A-O, he was by, and it, bro, Jermaine O'Neal, 6'11", 260. That's, that's a lot of man <laughs> bro if he would have connected he was running not full speed but he was running about 75 percent speed and he was going to put all his weight into that punch bro that's how you make somebody's brain hemorrhage <laughs> like like that shit was wild but yeah cal jermaine o'neal jermaine o'neal was the truth bro he really came into his own once he got traded from uh portland but i feel like that fight like it really I think everybody's career involved in that fight on the Pacers just went downhill after that. Of course, Ron Artest got his prodigal son revival story by winning that ring with Kobe and them at O in 2010. And he still and he still and he still had a good career even when he went to the Rockets. Yeah. Um he was he was doing his thing with the Rockets. Ron Artest is probably one of the most underrated players in the in the NBA history. Yeah. Um cuz he he was a really 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 good player. Great um, defender. But but yeah, I mean they just they they just had they, they had a lot of good pieces, and yeah, they probably could have made a run at it. Yeah, I, I definitely believe they could. But yeah, Jermaine, he stayed in Indiana till 08. Then the career just went. He went to Toronto, ended up in Miami for two years, went to Boston for two years, went to Phoenix, then ended in Golden State. And he was really in the wrong place at the wrong time because he, he left Miami the year before y'all went to the finals and then won the chip. And then he left Golden State the year before they won the chip, so... Shout out Jermaine O'Neal. Shout out all them guys. Um, yay. Moving on. I got a question for you. I mean, Calvin, you can ask, you can answer too, but it's about college football. First of all, when the fuck does the season start? Is it is it the end of August, beginning of September? COVID has thrown so much off, so I'm not sure. I want to say, I want to say beginning of damn, I don't know now. Uh, so it looks typically it's like, end of August, but I don't know now. All right, so a whole week one is uh, August twenty eighth. Week one is this Saturday. Okay, <laughs> what okay, the fuck? so it's <laughs> okay, so it's still it still is okay. okay that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, week then. one is this Saturday. Um, 
Who's your team? Who's your college football team? Who, me? Yes. I, I don't necessarily have a team. I like I, I I just like to root for players and like if I like a, if I like a guy like you know I always look at Alabama. Um, I'll pay attention to Oklahoma this year for sure. Um, that's probably it for me as far as who I'm who I'm paying attention to this year. So, what do you think about the way that the conferences are moving? So, like. I know You're talking about Texas and Oklahoma going well, to the SEC. I know Texas and Oklahoma are trying to go to the SEC, or I think that's basically a done deal. Yeah, that, I, that is a done deal. Yeah, the SEC is trying to build like a fucking super conference, and then the ACC, Big Twelve, and Pac Twelve are trying to form an alliance. It's like, what wh- what do you think of all that? I, I I I get it. However, I don't like it for college football. I think yeah. college football as a brand is is already taking a hit um just just because of everything just people not necessarily being interested in it and it being so you know alabama clemson you know georgia dominant same thing in ohio in ohio Ohio state like it's typically those four teams at the end maybe you throw in a notre dame every now and again which i hope they don't anymore but i i the sec like I know that they're trying. I know what they're trying to build, and I get it from an SEC perspective. But it's just going to kill college college football as a whole because um, I know they're also trying to get Clemson and Florida State as well. I doubt that'll happen. But even and the just SEC, the additions, yes, even just the but even just the additions of Texas and Oklahoma, like the they the other conferences have to do an alliance because they have no other like. Clemson, outside of the SEC now, well, not now, but going in, I think the deal is going to be done like 2025. Outside of the SEC, it's going to be Ohio State and Clemson. And that's it as far as anybody who can compete for a championship. And I think that's why they're trying to do this alliance to kind of bring in more money and have more interconference games. Um, but I think the NCAA probably needs to step in and say, hey, like, we, we, we can't do this because it, it, it's this becoming. Is, it's like it impedes on the integrity of the game and the conferences and whatnot. It it does because it's like at the end of the day it, it's it doesn't it doesn't help the problem that college football already has which is the same four teams going like and though they can't really change that at all like there's not really a rule or anything they can do to change from Clemson and Alabama and all those boys dominating every year but this doesn't help getting Texas and Oklahoma to the SEC even though Texas is probably gonna get ran through Oklahoma might compete a little bit I highly doubt it though. Um, but it's 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 a really weird time in college football, unfortunately. Very weird time. And I can understand like why I can understand why the Pac-12 is doing what they're doing because I think their entire conference, basketball and football, is reeling for money. Reeling, nobody gives a fuck about the Pac-12 at all. Like, so like, I, like no, like no one has cared about the Pac-12 since, honestly. Honestly, probably when Pete Carroll was at USC, like it's been like 15 years since anyone has cared about the (laughs) Pac-12. Like they had a little because like that's when their conference was probably at its peak because Oregon was kind of on the come up with Chip Kelly and stuff. Uh, Well, I don't think Chip Chip Kelly was there yet, but even the Chip Kelly area with Marcus Mariota and those guys, like they were kind of nice, but, you know, could never get over the hump. But like the Pac-12 has been irrelevant for like 15 years. Um, And in the Big Ten, you know, Ohio State, hey, you know, Ohio, Ohio hey, State is running nope, that. Nope. I'm, I'm, I'm rooting for my Terpines this year. The Turpins. The Maryland Terpins. <laughs> you didn't even know yes, the fucking man. name. <laughs> hey, that's, Cal, I was going to ask you. Listen. I was like, Cal, we got to be college football fans this year, man. So 
I, I'm yeah, a that's, fuck that's it. Be my team Ohio team. State, goddamn, fuck it. I'm, I, I I respect it. I'm just I'm rocking with Maryland. Yeah, the I'm, you know what I'm, saying? I'm pulling for Ohio State. Gotta <laughs> see what we doing, man. Um, yeah, I I want to I want to pay more attention to college sports because I want to be more um, knowledgeable about who's coming into the draft, um, what the draft is gonna look like, and, and this shit is, like that. And this is the time because. Right now, like that, like that, like the the next wave of superstars in college football is coming in. We obviously don't know necessarily; it's all prediction based. But like you know, the Justin Justin Fields, Trevor Lawrence, yeah. Tua, Mac Jones, Avante Smith, all those guys are gone. So now we're going to see some new faces, so you can kind of start fresh um, and brand new, and, and, and see yeah. what happens. Speaking of those young guys, have y'all like been paying attention to the NFL preseason, um, watching these young guys play? Absolutely. So it just came out. Matt Nagy just announced Andy Dalton, week one starter for the Chicago football bears. White and privilege. <laughs> white. Pri- hey, what we say, we ain't said it a while. Hey, what we say, tall and white. <laughs> tall but and he'll white. be, he'll, he'll, he'll be gone. He'll be gone by, by, by middle of the season. He'll be gone. by I week mean, six. yeah, that offensive line is repulsive is to, did yeah. you see? Did you see Justin Fields almost that get decapitated, bro? I was, hey. I, I, I had to, I had to do a double take. I was like, "Yo, y'all got the right, the right guard." Yeah, right bro. Guard I was he like, let "Yo, that man come right to him. yo, like, what's going on? You, you can't let that happen to your your, your future franchise quarterback. That could have been his. That could have been his career." <laughs> hey, when I hey when I saw that hit, I said, "Yep, that right tackle's getting cut." Because <laughs> if you're playing in the third quarter, I think it happened in the third quarter. Like, and Justin been running with the twos, which is ridiculous. But he been running with the twos. Y'all fighting for roster spots. You letting some shit like that happen? Yeah, but you're cut. Yeah, you're, you're, he probably free, got cut. A free run to the QB. A free, free run, run. bro. Oh. Who who were they playing? Um, they were playing the Bills. The Bills the, yes, the, they're playing the, the Bills. Bills. Playing yeah. Bills. Yeah, I was like, "Yo, y'all gotta relax." But I've I've um actually been paying a lot of attention to preseason. I like what I saw out of Justin Fields. Um, I hate that he hasn't been getting a whole bunch of run with like the first teamers. He's been a lot of second team run. Um, but yeah, Matt Nagy just announced Andy Dalton will not play in the fourth preseason or third preseason game. Um, Justin Fields is gonna play half and then. Nick Foles, who's the third string quarterback, third string is, quarterback, is going to play um, the second half of the game, and then Andy Dalton's going to start Week One. Um, I don't know who is their Week One opponent. Um, they play the damn it. Andy Dalton might look good. Wait, who they play? On. Uh, Week One is September. It's like September third oh, or ninth. Never mind. Ugh. Welcome, well, welcome to LA, Andy Dalton. They play the Rams. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We need. Yeah. Well, what's that? What's that? What's that? Like first four games looking like? First four he games. On his head. First four games, we go uh, to the Rams. Then we're at home. Andy Dalton gets a little reunion with the Bengals. Then they go to Cleveland, and then they're at home against the Lions. So there's a good chance yeah. that they're two and two or one and three. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he get yeah. he getting up out of there by week five, week six. Yeah, because um, yeah, I mean, I think I think the I think, I, I think at the end of the day, like especially especially with the um with those defensive guys, bro, they're tired of having the, like their defense is raw as fuck. But like they, they just been, they just have raw. a shitty they have a shitty offense, and so I I really feel like if they're looking at one and three, 
you know, two and four, you know, middle of the season, you know, about that sixth game, those defensive guys are going to be like, yo, Khalil Mack, Roquan Smith, going to be like, yo, put in the kid because this ain't cutting it. Because um, you know those guys are going to ball regardless. So that offense is going to need a spark. Andy Dalton is not it. And um, so I, I really think they need to put Justin Fields in sooner yeah. rather than later. The first six games at Rams, home Bengals, at Cleveland, home Lions, at Raiders, home Packers. And then yeah, they, that seventh game in there, they're going to Tampa Bay week seven. Yeah, I think that I think that I think that Tampa Bay gonna be the nail in the nail in the coffin. Yeah, that's either that's gonna, gonna be, be Justin Fields. They, first, they first might game. be down bad. It might be too late at that point. Yeah, Justin Fields might just be they getting some, <laughs> some reps in because uh, their season might be over before it starts. To be completely honest, um, also it comes out that Cam Newton is there's like. There was like a mix up with like COVID tests or something like that. I haven't read too much about it, um, but now apparently the New England job is up for grabs between Cam Newton and Mac Jones. It got to be Cam. I, Cam's hey, been looking they, good if they too. They put that boy Mac Jones in. <laughs> Cam's been looking good. He's he's been looking good, man. I think Cam deserves the opportunity, and I think Mac Jones needs to sit behind them. And try to learn some things because clearly he's the future of the team. Yeah, I think I think it's Cam. I think it's still Cam. It's going to be Cam's job to lose just because of the athleticism and then that extra element that he brings with being able to run the ball and the fact that he's just been looking good. It looks like he he's won over the locker room. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that I think that's an underrated um, factor when deciding who your starting QB is is who the locker room rolls with. And I think they're going to roll with Cam um, until he proves otherwise. Yeah, have you been seeing uh, your wide receivers, man? Jalen Waddle, Devontae Smith. Jalen Waddle has looked good. Devontae had a little – he had an injury, so he didn't look really good in his uh, in his um, debut against the Patriots. But I think I think he'll be all right. Um, the one guy I am concerned about is Jamar Chase. Um, he's had like four yeah. or five drops in these two preseason games. Um, and I get it. Like, I, I kind of want to excuse it because it's like, all right, he hasn't played football in two years because he sat out all the last year because of COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, but he, he's going to have to step it up. Um, they they decided to pick you over uh, offensive lineman, which was definitely more so their need. Um, so you got to make that pick worth it. So hopefully he you steps it up. got to make it worth it, bro, because – and I just picked him in my dynasty league, so I need him to get right for Yeah, we're about to talk about <laughs> fantasy football in a second, man. But they got to make it worth it, bro, because <clears throat> your your quarterback just got his leg snapped in half. And that offensive lineman was looking real good <laughs> at the number five pick, bro. Like, you got to make that shit worth it. But speaking of fantasy football, I know a lot of our drafts are this weekend. A lot of people are going to be drafted this weekend, yo, because... If I'm not mistaken, the NFL season starts in two weeks. Um, not th- not next Sunday, but the Sunday after that. So two weeks from this Sunday, NFL season kick, or two weeks from Thursday, actually, the NFL season kicks off. Um, and our drafts are this week. How many leagues are y'all in? I'm in. F- I'm in five this year. You're in seven, Cal. Yeah, I got like two more that are on the buffer. I don't know if I'm gonna get in those or not. Facts. And yeah, you said how many you in? I'm in five this year. Five. I think I'm in four or five. Who, um, what is y'all's like draft strategy this year? Like who, who are your sleepers? Who are, who are the guys that you're really targeting this year in terms of like running backs, wide receivers, quarterbacks, all that stuff. This year's weird, bro. Um, because the top, the, there's not, first of all, there's not really many elite backs this year. 
Um, you know, obviously you got CMC Dalvin. And then everyone else kind of has question marks. Um, mm-hmm. Alvin Kamara, the question mark is how will his receiving be because Drew Brees isn't there anymore. Um, and then you got, uh, you know, Nick Chubb, obviously, you know, how it, can he repeat such a great year from last year? Mm-hmm. Jonathan Taylor, you know, kind of a backfield by committee. So it's kind of weird. Um, I think it all depends on where you pick. I think probably the worst place to pick is probably three. Um, which I, which is what I'm picking in one of our leagues because you don't get the top tier back, so you kind of have to reach for a guy. Yeah. Um, and then Derrick Henry as well, like he's not really an elite back because now they got Julio Jones and will probably pass the ball a lot more and a new offensive coordinator, like kind of a new system. So we don't know. He's not a he's not a dual threat back whatsoever. Yeah. Um, so I think you know it, it's just a weird year for fantasy. I don't know. It's just a weird year for fantasy this year. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I, Go ahead, Cal. <clears throat> I was gonna say so. Um, some of my sleepers for this year um, are like some people like uh, Keenan Allen. I think he's gonna have a really good year this year. Slayer. You probably, you probably can get Keenan Allen in almost the third round right now because a lot of people are trying to go and get like D Hop and Julio early. And I would advise against getting Julio this early. And y'all know I love Julio. Yeah, but. <laughs> This is this is not the year to make sure you get them later in the draft. And um, I would say uh, somebody who you probably should look at is so far as like Cal, you you dropped your you, you dropped your phone, Cal. Oh, can you hear me? Yeah, we hear you now. <laughs> oh, I said a sleeper for QB this year. I, I got Jameis Winston. I think Jameis is going to have a really really good year in an offense that he can thrive. And so if you're looking for somebody later on in the draft, because you don't, you may not have to draft them really high, but just make sure when you're trying to draft, get some players that you know are going to put up the points. And Jameis will. Now, granted, he'll probably turn the ball over too, but <laughs> fantasy-wise, he's going to give you some points. Well, you know he got his eyes I'm, fixed. I'm, 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 sleep, I'm sleep on the Jameis, though, because it's not, it's not solidified that he's going to be the week one starter. I think He's if you could get, I think I fucking think, stupid. I think if we can get this, I think if we can get the go ahead that he's the week one starter, absolutely. Um, but another sleeper I have as far as the quarterback position is definitely Ryan Tannehill. Um, yeah, definitely that yeah. def that defense is really bad. Um, not really bad, but like they got worse from last year. Um, and obviously the addition of Julio, you know, obviously that's going to help any fantasy quarterback. Um, as far as for the running back. Uh, one guy that I'm targeting in every single draft is Trey Sermon. Um, he's a rookie running back from Ohio State um, who's, a, who's in San Fran. Word on the street is that Raheem Moistert is an, is, is an afterthought right now. Um, really? He's probably going to be getting – yeah, he's probably going to be getting the, the bulk of the carries, especially later on in the year, mm-hmm. um, which is obviously where you need your team to be peaking the most. Um yes. So I like him. I think Calvin Ridley is probably going to be the. He's not necessarily a sleeper, but I think he's he's probably going to be the best. He's probably going to be this year's Devonte Adams just because of his targets. His targets um, going to be crazy. Being, targets going to be crazy. They got Arthur Smith, the the Titans OC, as their head coach now, um, who who's going to want to throw the football because they don't really have because Mike Davis definitely ain't going to get it done on the ground. Um, <laughs> so I like I like him as well. Um, as far as tight end, I'm kind of, I'm kind of just going through all the positions if y'all don't mind. Tight end, tight end. I really like Logan Thomas um, from Washington. Uh, I think the addition of Ryan Fitzpatrick is going to help out that passing game a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also him being 
the solid number one tight end. Um, you know, obviously, if you can't get Kelsey or Kittle, I think he I think he's a good he's a good snag probably in round five or six. So I'm picking at number five in the league that that we're in. Is that good or bad? It's, it's not terrible, but you got to like, you got to get a really good first pick. And that's because what I'm like. The second I'm, pick is gonna be a while. I'm not getting CMC. I'm not getting Henry. It's like I'm in a really weird place. No, no, you could, you could get Henry because depending Maybe. on how our draft goes, they might, somebody might fuck around and pick Pat Mahomes or Lamar top five, and I've seen it happen. Uh, well, in this particular league, bro, I don't think niggas are that stupid in this league. You Honestly, five, five. It, it, well, I don't know who picks four because I picked three. I don't know who picks four in that league. But at five, I mean, you could kind of go in a number of different ways. You can go the wide receiver route. You could go Stefan Diggs or Devontae Adams. You could, you know, hope and pray and go with uh, Jonathan Taylor or Aaron Jones. But it's like at, at five, you feel like you're kind of reaching for those yeah, two you, guys. Like, you could it's, take it, it's, a huge gamble and go for Najee Harris, too. Nah, not at I'm, five. I'm Calvin. not picking with, with my fit with my Listen. number one pick. I would. I would pray at, at that point. I would pray that like Derrick Henry fell to me. But what I'm saying Maybe. is Najee Harris has been getting picked top top uh, in the first round in a lot of drafts that I've already done. Even some of the like mock drafts I've done. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't be surprised if he goes top eight. If it's, I were you, Dre, to be to be to keep it a stack. If I were you. I, obviously, depending on who slides, but let's say probably, Derrick Henry's probably not going to be there. Someone's probably going to pick him fourth. I might go Austin Eckler. I think Austin Eckler's going to get a lot of. I think he's going to get a lot of volume this year. I do. Too. I don't think he's going to get a don't lot of volume. Shit. Nah, you sleep. You sleep. You sleep. You're going to be. You're going to be. I mean, or, or you can go Devontae Adams, which yeah. is obviously the safest I, pick. See, Devontae I, Adams I always or, or Stephon Diggs. I feel weary picking a wide receiver with my first pick, though, because then I feel yeah. like, what am I going to – what is my running back room? What is my RB1 going to look like? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because I pick five, and then it feels like an eternity for that bitch to get back to me, bro. And I will say one other one other guy, not obviously in the first round, but I think James Robinson's stock goes up a little bit as well. Yeah. Um, Travis Etienne, they just announced he has a mild foot sprain and is going to be out indefinitely while he – and, you know, that's the guy who they spent the second first-round pick after Trevor, yeah. um, who's been getting a lot of touches in camp. Obviously, he's going to be sidelined probably for a good for probably the first month of the season. He might be a good option. This man, Calvin, always gets the 12th pick, bruh. This man always gets the 12th pick, bruh. I be Which is the that best pick. pick. It's the best it's, pick. It's the best pick. It's the best I'm pick. Good, some two really good picks. It's the best pick, bro. Damn. Who do y'all think is going to um like the league up from a quarterback perspective this year? In terms of fantasy. Like, in terms of fantasy. And fantasy-wise, I feel like somebody like a Josh Allen might. I feel like Lamar might have a good year fantasy-wise. But also, a high key, and this is a sleeper, but a high key feel like Jalen Hurts might have a really good fantasy year. Because he's Damn. a mobile QB. Damn, I was, I was holding out. I was holding out. I was holding out. Hey, look. He That's got my QB weapons. one. He's a mobile QB. He might He might can put some stats up. Because, like, remember Lamar's first year, niggas couldn't figure him out. You know what I'm saying? So, like, he, like, stuffed the – padded uh, the stats a lot. Jalen Hurts might have one of them years. And he was, got an arm. Damn. 
I did not. I did not want to say that because I did not want y'all to hear me. But I'll <laughs> say, um, as far as quarterback, like, as far as who's going to light it up, obviously you're going to have your Josh Allen, Russell Wilson, you know, all, all those guys. But I think a few guys who like may fly under the radar early who are going to, you know, be on everyone's, you know, radar middle of the season. I think Ryan Tannehill is going to have a good year. Like I said earlier, I think I'm really high on Ryan Fitzpatrick. Um, because they got Terry McLaurin, they got Curtis Samuel in the offseason as well, Antonio Gibson in the backfield. That means the play action is going to go crazy, um, and he's a gunslinger. I think he's going to have a really good year. Um, damn, I almost said Deshaun Watson, but we do not know about him. Uh, <laughs> and even if he do play, bro, who the fuck is he throwing it to? Exactly. You know? um, and, but I, I think also another guy, it's not going to be a surprise, but I think Aaron Rodgers. I think Aaron Rodgers is going to have a chip on his shoulder to kind of go out with a bang. Um, and I think he's going to be dialed in and try and just dominate the lead, just like I his, did last is year. Is this his last year in, in Green Bay? You think? Yeah. Oh, facts. Sure. Yeah. That, that uh, was the deal he did. That, that was the deal he did. He he wants to get out. Hey man, listen. Don't sleep on on Herbie. Don't sleep. Don't oh sleep. yeah, of course. But everybody, he he's the he's the hot name right now. Yeah, everybody man. knows and Justin I'm, Herbert is going to go scared, crazy, man. Because there, I know there's a possibility that he could sophomore slump. But I I think he I don't think he will though. <laughs> I don't think he will either. Um, I, I don't, think, I don't I think, think he it will. could. I think the new coach might affect that though. The coach is either going to be a good thing for him or a bad thing. Yeah, we'll I mean, and well, they, well, y'all got y'all got the Rams DC, so hopefully he just stays yeah, out of the yeah. way of the offense. It, exactly, that's what I'm hoping. We still got, I believe, we still got Pep Hamilton, which is Justin's um, QB coach. So keep that rapport. But apparently, him and the coach Brandon Staley, they've been building a really good relationship. Um, apparently, this nigga's been lighting it up in training camp. Um, and yeah. we we kept him, Austin Eckler, Keenan Allen, Derwin James. We kept none of them are playing in the play, in the preseason. Um, we're just and that could either be a really good or or bad thing. Another guy, another two other guys I like same team. Um, Kyler Murray and James Conner. Apparently, James Conner is like the three down back in in Arizona now. Like he he's gonna Wait, be the bell cow. James Conner's Arizona. <laughs> Yeah, apparently that that's what the reports say out of training camp that he's been a bell cow. He'll be he'll be the three down back. Chase Edmonds will obviously get some run as well, but he's going to mm-hmm. be the guy there. So he possibly could be a you know obviously mid mid to late round pick. Um, yeah. And Kyler Murray, I like Kyler Murray a lot. They added you know AJ Green along with you know D Hop yeah. Christian Kirk. You know they they love to throw the ball and obviously him being a dual threat. You know that always adds extra extra uh, icing on the cake. Facts. All right. Well, we wish everybody the best of luck with their fantasy drafts. It is a slow-ass sports week, and we managed to talk for 40 minutes, so love that. Uh, Cal, you're about to head to the gym. Yay, you need to finish packing. Uh, So we're going to cut the episode short this week. Uh, If you're listening to us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, like like and review and rate and all that bullshit, or your mom's a hoe. Um, And we'll see you next Tuesday, virtually, of course. Uh, We out. Yeah, we ride and we roll for sure. Never let them know, but I'm gon' get my dough. Oh no no, and I'm gon' get my dough. Oh no no, I ain't gon' let up. No, I ain't gon' let up. No, I ain't gon' let up. Tell them boys they better get up. Hey, I ain't gon' let up. No, I ain't gon' let up. No, I ain't gon' let up. Tell them boys that I just don't give.